Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans. Happy Tuesday. Uh, Happy not Jackets game day, but happy the Blue Jackets won a game day. Uh, I guess this is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On said you. Before we get to today's episode, I want to thank everybody for making this your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, and I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. So today we are going to look at last night's game, because it was a whole lot of fun. Uh, So let's, uh, let's get into it. Blue Jackets win 4-1 over the Dallas Stars. Um... It was a great game. I thought it was one of the Blue Jackets' best games of the season so far. Uh, we did, again, get outshot pretty significantly. Um, Elvis had 35 saves of 36 shots. No, I'm lying. Uh, we didn't get outshot that badly, uh, but we did get outshot. Uh, 32 shots for the Stars, 26 for the Blue Jackets. Uh, we opened... Scoring just over five minutes in, Oliver Bjorkstrand continuing his campaign to be the most underrated player in the NHL, I think. Uh, He featured on two of the goals. He had a goal and an assist for nine points in six games, which is pretty pretty good considering, you know, there were times last season where the Blue Jackets couldn't buy a goal. There were times this season, you know, uh, last game, for example. Um... But Oliver Bjorkstrand looked really good, as he always does, uh, playing on a different line. They had uh, Hoffman up on that line with Bjorkstrand and Roslovic, which I uh, I really liked. And apparently uh, Greg Hoffman liked it too, because not only did he assist on uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand's goal, he scored his own, his first NHL goal. He, I believe, is the oldest Blue Jacket to ever score his first NHL goal, uh, which is kind of a, a cool stat. Uh, this He's 28. This is his first year in the league. I don't believe he classes as a rookie because he is too old now, but it's still a pretty a pretty fun pretty fun stat for, for Hoffman. Um, this was actually the, the third attempt to... Uh, take that 2 nothing lead. Uh, Cole Selinger scored his second of the season, assisted by Chinikov, uh, which would have been his first NHL point, or so we thought. Turns out that the puck actually needed to be, like, three millimetres more into the net. Uh, it wasn't. Andre Sakara had a really kind of heads-up, strong play to keep that puck out. It looked like it crossed the line, but it didn't, so that would not count. Blue Jackets then decided to take a penalty because that appears to be the theme of the season is uh, good vibes, but also stick infractions. Um, so they they took a, a penalty on the power kill, as uh, Alison Mukan likes to call it. Um, I thought Alexander Texier was going to just absolutely bury one, beat Holtby, sent it off the post, uh, and it just kind of pinged all the way down to the other end of the ice. Uh, but then, you know, not long after that, Gregory Hoffman scored. 
uh, about halfway through the second period, his first NHL goal, very excited, a uh, very cute moment where he, like, did his little sally in the group and then went to fist bump all of the guys and then went all the way down the other end of the ice to fist bump Elvis, because uh, I believe those guys are, are pretty close, uh, obviously Hoffman being Swiss and Elvis having lived in Switzerland for a significant part of his adult life, playing in the, the league there, so that was a cool moment, uh, and it's 2 nothing heading into the third period, which again, is kind of fun and exciting. Uh, the second period jackets are no more, I don't think. Um, Zach Rensky scores his second of the season, just would not be denied. Uh, once again, we have like five Rovers and Vladislav Gavrikov, who looked a little banged up at the end of that game. Uh, he got hurt, block it, not blocking a shot. Um, Jamie Ben, I believe it was, kind of pushed down on him as he was on his, on his knees in the crease, and I think he kind of pulled his groin or it stretched something that shouldn't have stretched, so he was a little bit banged up. I'm not sure how much he played after that. He stayed on the bench, so that's probably a good sign. Um, but the, the point remains is uh, our defensemen don't like to be defensemen. They all want to be uh, forwards, which is kind of fun. Uh, and I am a big fan of this kind of rover strategy that we've got. It seems to be working out pretty okay for us so far. Uh, Sean Corrali got his first point as a Blue Jacket, which is kind of cool, um, you know, the, the hometown kid. Eric Robinson got his first point of the season, uh, which I believe, uh, if we look at the, the stats for players on the Blue Jackets, everyone, or every regular, so everyone who's played in every game, or not every game, but we only have four guys that haven't got a point yet. Gabriel Carlson, who made his season debut last night. Uh, Dean Kukan, who has kind of been in and out of the lineup. Uh, Adam Oquist, who missed last night's game because he is a little bit banged up. And Igor Chidakov, who I believe this is only his fourth NHL game. So those are the only guys that don't have points on the team right now, which is pretty good. Um, I'm pretty impressed with that. I know the Blue Jackets like to do their scoring by committee thing. So it's it's working out. Um, and it means that when guys inevitably go cold, hopefully someone else will will step up. Um, Tyler Sagan uh, is the reason we can't have nice things. He ruins Elvis's shutout with like three minutes left. The goalie pulled, uh, make it 3-1. And then Alexander Texier scores his second of the season, gets an empty netter. Um, we're in a second point of the game, but that will make it 4-1. And that's kind of all, all she wrote, folks. So, uh, like I said, fun game. Very fun game. I enjoyed it. I like to beat the stars. You know, you know this about me. Um, in a minute, we'll talk about what was good, uh, what I liked, who I thought were, had standout games. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start and the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, there's going to be even more odds, props, and contests as BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's right, 100%. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up. Make sure you use promo code NFL100 to uh, get that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favourite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Once again, that is promo code NFL100. NFL100 for a 100% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. 
BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Does it sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favourite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Derek TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favourites together like never before, so you can watch your favourite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. I mean, no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and here's the best bit, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com, that is D-I-R-E-C-T-V dot com. Compatible device required, content varies by package. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Uh, we are, once again, free and available on all platforms, so uh, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I really appreciate it. Now, let's talk good things about this game, because there were a lot of them. I mentioned it briefly uh, just before the, the break that the Blue Jackets are doing their scoring by committee thing, which I think a lot of people are kind of not thrilled about, because for the most part it means that it's uh, no one's really excelling. Um, Obviously, that's not quite the case with the Blue Jackets. Uh, Bjorkstrand has kind of pulled away with his nine points in, in six games, as I mentioned. Um, and then second place, we've got Lionel and Wierenski with both, uh, who have six. Boracek has five. Jenna and Domi have four. Um, and then everyone else has three or less. Which, I mean, if you're one, two, three, four, five, if you've got six players that are around about a point per game, then that's pretty pretty good. I'm I'm pretty okay with that. Um, yeah, I would like some guys to step up a little bit more. I think um, there's not pressure on Patrick Laine. It would be like nice if Patrick Laine scored a couple more goals. But I mean, he's a point per game player right now. He's uh, doing a lot of power play assists, which is which is fun. I think he's assisted on all of Boone Jenner's power play goals, of which there have been three. Uh, and then he's obviously got two overtime winners of his own. So you know, I'm not. Not super worried about that. I know people get kind of twitchy when goal scorers uh, don't score goals, but if you're racking up like the secondary assists, if the power play is working, which it is clearly, um, then I don't think there's there's too much to worry about. Um, the penalty kill was uh, much much improved from last night. Uh, they had three power plays and didn't score on any of them, so. Always, always good, considering, you know, coming off a game where they scored three out of six. Um, it kind of made me a little bit jumpy when they would go on the power play because uh, we, we've, like I said previously, we flipped it. And now I no longer fear the power play. I do kind of fear the penalty kill, though. Um, so that was, that was good. Uh, I think we are still pretty high in uh, penalty kill, which is, like I say, is, is fun. Uh, we are, okay, we're 18th in the league on the penalty kill, so we're not super high because of the, um, the Caroline game, I assume, uh, but we are 10th on the power play still. Uh, we didn't score on the power play, but hey, it's, it is all good. Um, like I say, there are some things that I would like to uh, improve on. Uh, we do get outshot by not a sizable margin, but I believe we have been outshot every game so far, uh, which is, I mean, that's only 
it's only six games, but it's starting to become a little bit of a trend. Uh, I would like us to maybe get some more shots on goal. Clearly, you know, for the most part, the offense is working. Um, we're not, you know, like murdering other teams on the offense, uh, you know, Arizona aside, but, you know, we are, we are scoring, uh, putting the bucket in, in regulation, in overtime, in even strength and man advantage play. So, like I say, I'm not too, I'm not too, too worried. Um, I would like that to improve a little bit. Uh, face-offs, we're doing pretty okay in. Uh, we were 50% on face-offs last night, uh, and I feel like we were significantly not that. Uh, yeah, we were at 43% against Carolina, so I think that was partially uh, what we struggled with. Um and it's, again, it's, it's kind of cool and fun and exciting to have players that can win face-offs because that feels like it's been a brand of the Blue Jackets for a couple of seasons now of we just can't win face-offs to save our lives. Kind of ever since Brandon Dubinsky went down with that wrist injury, actually, is uh, is how that has gone. Um, but, yeah, like, it's... it's I, I like that game. It was fun. Uh, I didn't think there was anyone who was, like, egregiously bad. I thought everyone had a role to play. Um... I would like less ice crime, but you know it. It is what it is. Uh, the players clearly aren't as scared aren't as scared of Brad Larson as they were of John Tortorella. My friend has been making this joke for a while now about how John Tortorella has left, and now that the players are not scared to commit stick crimes, they're just getting them all out of their systems. Um, so it's uh, it could be worse, I guess. We are still kind of even-ish on penalty uh, differential. I'll have to double-check that, but I feel like we're always within one or two uh, power play opportunities of the other team, which, okay, yeah, we take a, a fair amount of penalties, I feel like, but we also draw a fair amount, so it, it balances out. Um, in a minute, we will talk a little bit about the Monsters, because they are also having a pretty good start to the season, so I thought we would check in with them, see how they're doing. But first, I've got to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you draw off and pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the brand that their warehouse happens to carry, you've got to wait for the parts to come in stock, you've got to go back, you've got to leave your car, you've got to pay for the labour, why don't you just cut out the middleman? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, so just go there instead. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. They are a family business and they've been serving customers online for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or a professional, and they've got everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even things like new carpet. If you could put it on or in your car or truck, rockauto.com probably stocks it. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliable prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com So you guys may or may not know I have joined uh, Field Pass Hockey. I have mostly been writing about the Ontario Reign of the AHL, the Kings Farm team, uh, because as some of you probably know, I am a uh, part-time long-suffering LA Kings fan as well as the Blue Jackets, uh, but I've also joined their uh, Cleveland Monsters podcast with the two Cleveland Monsters reporters that the site has, uh, Dean Weinheimer and Andrew Garino, 
Um, I am not in this week's episode because I had a really bad migraine last night, but uh, I have been doing that with my my Monday evenings, so uh, that's been fun, and so it's been giving me a chance to kind of look a little bit more detail at how the monsters are doing, who's playing well, who kind of might be the next man up if, you know, someone gets sent down, or there's an injury, or, you know, things like that. So the monsters are um, having, a, having a good season. They're just coming off a, an overtime loss to uh, the Toronto Marlies. Oh, excuse me, it was a shootout loss to the Toronto Marlies, but uh, like I say, they've been, they've been doing uh, okay. They started off the season with uh, a loss, but it was it was an emotional night, and then they won the next game after that. I believe they are five and three on the season, uh, with you know various overtime wins, losses, shootout wins, losses, um, which is is pretty good. It's rare that the 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 farm team and the NHL team are good at the same time. I feel like that might that might just be me, but um, okay. We are three and two at the minute. Well, three one and one. We've got one uh, shootout loss, one regulation loss, and three wins out of five games played. Uh, that's good for second in the new North Division. So I'm pretty pretty happy with that. Uh, we've got some guys that have been, you know, really really stepping up. Uh, uh, we've got some some surprises for guys that are kind of really contributing offensively and some non-surprises. Uh, I don't think anyone's surprised that the Tylers are doing pretty well. Tyler Angle, Tyler Sakura, Carson Meyer is is stepping up. Uh, Jake Christensen is the big surprise for me. He's got five points in five games so far, two goals, three assists. Uh, he's a big defenseman who was one of the later cuts from training camp. Uh, he's one of those guys that I kind of would imagine is going to be the first uh, to be called up if uh, it turns out that Boquist is still banged up and Gavrikov can't go on Friday. Uh, we do have a three-day break between games right now. Uh, we played last night and we won't play again until we face the Rangers on Friday night, so it's um, a little bit less desperate. I imagine we'll give those guys some time to rest and see how they are probably Thursday. So we have time to, to call guys up if we need to. But yeah, Jake Christensen is a guy that I think is probably right on that cusp of being called up. Tyler Engel, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the call at some point this season. Um, Josh Dunn, not being as active as I think many people would like. Same for Liam Foody. Uh, he only has two points in his last in five games, a goal and an assist. So you'd like to think that he will uh, make that step. At some point this season, because he's some someone that I know the team is really high on. I'm really high on him. I think he could be a really good player, and he seems to have kind of been leapfrogged by a bunch of guys, which is not ideal. Um, so hopefully he can kind of get back. Uh, but the monsters are pretty pretty good, pretty fun. Um, like I say, they are three and two essentially. Um, they will be playing the Syracuse Crunch again at. Uh, on Friday, same time as the Jackets game, so I will not be watching that, but hey, you can find uh, Field Pass Hockey, FPH Monsters, and FPH Cleveland will both have the uh, score for you over there, so you should go check that out. Of course, check out Monsters Musings, 
where they talk to Charlie Brown, who is the play-by-play announcer of the Cleveland Monsters. Uh, it's a really fun episode. I'm super bummed that I couldn't have been there for it. Um, but that's that's it for the Monsters, and I think that's it for me as well uh, today. Tomorrow we will... Tomorrow we'll uh, we'll have some fun with it. We'll check in with the uh, Monsters... Tomorrow we'll, we'll have some fun. Uh, the Blue Jackets, I think, are having their Halloween party tonight, so we'll check in with some costumes for that, uh, and we'll take kind of a close look at how a couple of guys have been doing uh, so far this season and a couple of the uh, underlying metrics, and we'll maybe look at some of the guys that we swapped for. So uh, we'll take a look at Voracek versus Atkins, and we'll take a look at Boquist versus Seth Jones and, you know, that sort of thing to see how the trades are kind of shaping up early uh, early on this season um because like i said we don't have game until friday so we will find some content for you all to enjoy here on this daily podcast uh but that's that's it for me i've been jay foster you can find me on twitter at underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-t-e-r you can find this podcast at l-o underscore blue jackets if you have comments questions criticisms you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com if you have uh a need to learn about the Ontario Rain. You can find me over at FPH Rain on Twitter. You can find my writing at fieldpasshockey.com. You should listen to Monsters Musings. I'm going to plug it once more, uh, which you can also find at fieldpasshockey.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>